Sargassum is a type of marine macroalgae that mainly lives in the open ocean. So we have discovered that there's a great amount of sargassum in the central Atlantic forming a gigantic sargassum belt all the way from the West Africa to the Gulf of Mexico. You say macroalgae. People know that essentially it's a floating seaweed, right? It's kind of you can think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sargassum is essentially a, a type of seaweed. This belt that you found is the largest that anyone's ever found. What's causing it to be so large? Uh, so we have analyzed some of the nutrient data, and we found those collections to the increasing nutrient supply from the Amazon River due to the deforestation fertilizer consumption. So this nutrients could have stimulated recent sargassum blooms that started in 2011. And also the upwelling processes which brings nutrients from the deep water to the surface ocean could have fertilized the sargassum to grow in the coming years. How big was it at its largest and when was that? The Great Atlantic Sargassum Belt reaches the maximum in the year 2018, in July. And there was over 20 million metric tons of sargassum inside. And the length of the Great Atlantic Sargassum Belt is greater than 8,000 kilometers long. So it peaked about a year ago in the summer, and summer is when these belts are usually at their largest. It's gotten a little bit smaller since then, but what can you say about whether it's regrowing this summer? We have seen that in this summer, the Great Atlantic Sargassum Belt forms again, and a lot of sargassum accumulated in those Central Atlantic, Caribbean Sea, all those kind of regions. And we're seeing some sargassum in the Florida coast as well. So definitely the Great Atlantic Sargassum Belt is forming again, and the magnitude is still large. What does it look like when it washes up on beaches, and how could that affect humans? When you wash the shore and the, and the beaches, it, it starts to decay, so it turns the, into some kind of reddish color, the dark color, and it will be definitely not good to the local tourism. And also, people have seen some linkage between the increase in sargassum accumulations and public health concerns, like the asthma, and also the decayed sargassum can attract the insects and become a coastal nuisance. And I've also heard that maybe sea turtle nests, uh, when the hatchlings hatch and try to go toward the water, they might be impeded by sargassum. Yeah, that's true. So some sea turtles can be affected. And when they are able to return into the open water, they can chuck them inside and just die out. Yeah, so that's not a good thing for them. Earlier you mentioned deforestation in the Amazon, and the belt that you found was at its largest even before the recent fires in the Amazon what do you think about the current fires in the Amazon rainforest and how that might affect the future of this belt of sargassum? Okay, so that's a very interesting question. And I think due to the, the wildfire, there can be more nutrient supply out of that. So there's a chance the sargassum can benefit from those nutrients. Meaning that these nutrients wash into the ocean eventually and feed the sargassum and the sargassum belt could get larger because of these forest fires in the Amazon. So that is possible, but you know, to give a definite answer, that would be too <laughs> too much. And also, the nutrient has has to you know re recirculate in order to be utilized by sargassum. So we have we have to see. We don't know for sure whether we can anticipate another major bloom year next year or not. And by next year, are you talking about summer of 2020? Yeah. So right now, we don't have too much clue about that. So, but we anticipate the nutrients can stimulate sargassum growth. Now let's talk about the hurricane. Hurricane Dorian, its path is crossing right through this 
sargassum belt. What possible effects could the hurricane have on the size of the sargassum algae belt? So in the past, we have analyzed very limited data and found that when a hurricane comes through, the sargassum major features can be disturbed. But when a hurricane comes past the belt, the major sargassum features may reform again. But those are just based on very limited observations, so we don't know for sure. But it's possible the hurricanes can disturb the features a little bit. But there's also a possibility that they can reform in later on. And also another important factor that hurricanes may have on sargassum is that the hurricane may stimulate, may bring the water from the deep sea to the surface ocean. So it can enrich the surface ocean to fertilize, the, to nourish the sargassum growth because there's nutrients in the deep ocean water and that might get stirred up by the hurricane and that might actually help to expand the sargassum belt. Yeah, that's true. So some of the nutrients may be utilized by the sargassum eventually. So maybe the best thing to say is that you'll be studying it, but we don't know for sure how Hurricane Dorian or other hurricanes might affect the great Atlantic sargassum belt. Yeah, that's true. So we still have a long way to go to understand that. Is there anything else that people should know about sargassum or about the sargassum belt or the hurricane and how it might affect the sargassum belt? Maybe I want to emphasize one thing, like the sargassum is not necessarily a bad thing. So in open ocean, actually sargassum is of great ecological values to a lot of marine life, like the marine fish, the shrimps, the crabs. There are very, very interesting animals associated with the sargassum belt. So... Uh, it only becomes a problem when, it, when there's too much of sargassum on a coast. But in the open ocean, it's actually a good thing to a lot of marine life. In the open ocean, it's almost like a desert. But then when there's these patches of sargassum, these are like islands where plants and animals can congregate. Yeah, that's true. So it's a very critical marine habitat in the ocean.